Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 91, quite possibly the greatest Play-Doh minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm special guest John J. Galbo from our comedy pop culture network. Oh my goodness. John J. Galbo is back. Yeah. And he's got his jacket on, his five-timers club. <laughs> he's the oh. only one in the five-timers club. <laughs> our, our first and only. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't. I don't know whether to be impressed or scared. Well, I think the Burbs. We only had a handful of guests. So, yeah. and then, you know, as the years go by, you know, most. I think a lot of them have just stepped away from podcasting. Right. I yeah. think we've just gotten too famous for them too. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, it's, it's you know probably, what it is. You also. You guys also have a formula where you can consistently do this. Whereas, right. like for instance, myself, we we ended Adventure Club. I think maybe even the last time I was on and we tried start like continuing with a new show. And it's like, it's not this it's podcasting post post COVID became like a thing where it's like, even my co-hosts now were like, we would rather just do Twitch, which is like 90% of what our comedy pop culture network is. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that this has lent itself to is at least gives us, something to talk about allegedly or at least a jumping off point before we wander down many other roads right (laughs) it'd be tough to argue that we just talk about dogma i think there's been minutes where we didn't talk about i mean podcasts where we didn't talk about the minute at all (laughs) like the last time it got mentioned was in the intro (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) this is a dogma podcast let's talk about bowling (laughs) i hate bowling (laughs) (laughs) it's a once in a while thing all right, right. Well, I'll do my best to keep us on track for several <laughs> seconds before we wander off. <laughs> All right, so this minute starts, and uh, you showed up a good time, John, because we get the reappearance of a man by the name of Jason Lee. Yeah, and I feel like I, the one thing that stands out for me about Jason Lee, and this will probably be our non-dogma tangent for a good chunk of this episode, <laughs> was this before or after the Scientology? <laughs> Um, this would have been not, I don't think it's before, but I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know which, I would want to say which type of Scientologist he is. Is he the been in it my whole life or was he sucked into it? I don't know because you don't, he is. I'm, but he also I'm, doesn't give, he gives a little bit of the weird vibe he gives is not even the Scientology. Oh, wait a minute. Jason Lee reveals he left the church of Scientology. That's what I just got too. Breaking news from ah. six, from seven years ago. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> we're right on on the ball tonight. Breaking see, news. This is this is what I was gathering from because I did a lot of re- I did a lot of research for this uh, these dogma episodes on IMDb. Like post dogma, he was having a, a pretty good career. He was you know he was in Almost Famous. He he had the part in Vanilla Sky, Stealing Harvard, which is an hysterical movie if you haven't seen that one uh, with him and. Uh, Tom Green, directed by Bruce McCulloch from Kids in the Hall, but uh, and then Incredibles, and then then the yeah, Alvin and the Chipmunks I, I, movies was kind of declining. I but I think it's like the thing that we think is declining, which is the Alvin and Chipmunk movies. I think is also what 
dropped buckets Ma- of money on him. Right, made him yeah. the most money probably. Yeah. He and then my, never- and then of course my name is Earl. And then like after that, like dried up. Yeah. So he, I'm trying. I was doing a quick thing about it. He doesn't seem like he was ever. I hate to use the word devout. Seems like he was a Scientologist, and that was a you know he was never like let's say Tom Cruise ish about it. Mm. Doesn't seem like or Travolta. I mean, yeah, he started. It looks like he went into it. He was already in the business, of course. Mm. And then at some point, he got asked about it, and he was just like, "No, we're done." Hmm. Like, but he like lives out on like a ranch now, and he just takes pictures. He he strikes me way more as the vibe I get off of him is not Scientologist. The vibe I get off of him is like. More of the skater dude that he always was. Right. Maybe. Especially like, hey. now that I know he's not in there anymore. He's yeah. like, hey, you know, this is just what I want to do. I just do my own thing. That's right. Wasn't he supposed to? I'm the swim. I'm the adult swim expert, supposedly. I think he was supposed to have a show come out that never came out about I skating. Know. I was going to say, that doesn't narrow it down much from adult swim's perspective. Right. They had yeah, a show that I- they were supposed to come out and never did. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we did uh, Mallrats, I spoke to his ex-wife. Remember, Jeff? Yeah, I know. It was creepy. Pol- it was real creepy. She, poli- she politely told me that it wouldn't have been a good idea. Well, <laughs> the thing that I just read specifically said that she blamed Scientology for their split. So yeah, yeah. She- I'm wondering if his, his Scientology was more of like, do you ever have somebody get into a religion for like a decade? Yeah. And then at some point they come out the other end of it and they're just like... Yeah, that was a believe. that was a thing I did. Yeah. It could be anything they got into. They could have got into fantasy football for ten years. Anything that like, <laughs> honestly, I keep it keeps reminding me of Leah Remini. She's actually mentioned in the article because she left in twenty thirteen. Yeah, I think the difference she was a, she has a whole. I think she's tr- still trying to take them down, but she had a whole book that came out. She was on Howard Stern at one point talking about right. like yeah. you ba- basically have to buy into Scientology. Oh, it is, and that's what it is. It's the yeah. um, what is it? The is it, is it the gambler's fallacy? No, it's the sunken sunken cost fallacy. By the time you realize how screwed up everything is, you're so it's deep too- into it yeah. that it's nearly impossible to pull out at that point. It's about it's an, even a, a total embarrassment to try to pull out at that point yeah. because you if fell you, for if you've their given them steel. your whole life savings, if you've given them four hundred thousand dollars and you you really have nothing left and you don't talk to your friends or family anymore, how do you walk away at that point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're, we are we're losing our Scientology listeners today. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> they are just canceled by the Church of Scientology. They are just fl- they are just floating away on a cloud go, of self righteousness. Go, go notify the head guy and his missing wife. <laughs> oh, the head guy, David Miskevich. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. I, I what you didn't remember. know is I, I actually am a Scientologist. I just I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name, but I knew his, his supposedly his wife is missing. <laughs> Yeah, his wife, yeah, I've heard that a couple times too. <laughs> okay, so I <laughs> thought it was a good sign, right? Uh, yeah, Screen Rant had a, an article from 2010, actually. Uh, Adult Swim Water Pilot, new live action comedy called Shred the John jo- the John Johnson Son story, produced by Jack Black and Jason Lee. <laughs> oh, that went a lot of places. It seems like. <laughs> well, okay, not those, only is yeah. good. I was just going to say, a lot of those, even t- in today's day and age, with the advent of all the all the Warner Brothers mergers that have happened in the last two or three years, um, th- there's so many shows that they're like, oh, we're going to green like this. And it's like, nope. Now we're or better not. yet. Like, uh, when's Batgirl coming out? <laughs> Never. Yep. I was just reading because oh. that, whole, that whole thing came. I don't know if you guys are up on the DC comic news, but that whole... Uh, the ten, uh, 
10 movies and TV shows were announced by uh, Gunn. Yeah, I'm not not deep enough to know anything about it. Yeah, there's going to be a new Superman movie. They're going to have a prequel to Wonder Woman and... There's, they're not going to do Peacemaker anymore. It's going to be a whole show about Amanda Waller. But uh, oh, Peacemaker was the best one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said it's probably going to have connective tissue to Peacemaker. Okay. So hopefully, we haven't seen the last of them. But well, uh, with the Peacemaker had, one, always makes me wonder: like, were they able to? Was could they even get that off the ground again for like a whole year? Were they like that was really expensive? <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. true. That is true. But uh, one of the things they said was apparently Batgirl wasn't going to be producible or so. I forget the exact words he used but basically it, they test screened and it wasn't that great listen I don't care it had Michael Keaton in it mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I watched Jack Frost with Michael Keaton in it it couldn't have been worse <laughs> than that <laughs> I watched Jack Frost but it wasn't that Jack Frost I, I've seen that one too <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the, the actual one and the Rift Rex one <laughs> It's quality stuff. All right. Well, we're going to try to move beyond the first second here. <laughs> yeah. Dogma. So this is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is our big reveal. I mean, at least to our main cast, because these morons still didn't know what was going on until this moment. The, the, right. the bad guy literally had to show up and reveal his plan. Yep. So this brings home a couple of the things that I've been talking about. There's two different avenues Chris and I have been going down. This will point out a couple of them. One, I've always said from the beginning... 90% of God's plan, or not God, I guess, heaven's plan, should have been to wait at the church and just stop yeah. them there. Just just right. stop them, murder them, burn the church down, whatever you got to do. Just make it to stop them. As this week goes on, I also want to get into the power sets again of, like, why why aren't we just attacking this man the minute he walks in? Aren't they <laughs> right. all of equal power, basically? They're just sitting there and letting him control the room at this point. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it kind of... Circles, ba- I guess, circles back or goes forward to the, what he says later on, which probably one of the better lines in the movie about him being a fucking demon. Yeah, but like, yeah. I can understand the humans can't do anything to him, but like, and he's a demon or whatever. But yeah, the, the power sets are like way off in this movie. Like, I can't understand. <laughs> I mean, if he was so powerful, be like, oh, then I'll, I, why not just kill all of them? I, I, I don't know. I understand it's got to be a movie at some point. So we. He's a demon. He's probably as powerful as an angel. Yet Silent Bob threw an angel off a train, so. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket. Yeah, no ticket. And listen, I don't know. We, we touched on this earlier, but I'm going to mention it again. I don't know whose idea it was to, to wardrobe him like like a, a plantation owner or like a no. 1920s New Orleans uh, cat house owner. You know who he looks like? <laughs> Rene Belloc from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jones? <laughs> <laughs> All your life has been spent in pursuit of archaeological relics. Perhaps someday even you will be worth something. <laughs> uh, listen to the Indiana Jones minute. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can understand why Jay and Silent Bob are baffled because all they did was just see a man just suddenly apparate into the room. Right, they don't know who this guy is, so they're <laughs> they're weirded out by him. I understand that too. The other ones know him though. Or are they looking at him like he looks just like Brody? it's funny they never put the two and two together he kind of looks like brody and, and banksy thank you yeah people just popping in and out of this room now <laughs> this is the uh <laughs> the party room where people yeah. just show up who yeah, are you get... i don't know i just showed up 
I don't know, the Sama Hacks other day of shooting that she had. Yeah, yeah. And it's in a shitty bar, just like the last one. Yeah, it's like, what do you think? Do you think she had to do this scene first or her striptease? <laughs> I, I think it's they, the same room. I think they did it on the same day. I was just about to say, I wonder if this is the same bar, only it's a different room in the bar. It's just a different They're angle like, in right. a different room, right? It's like, all right, break for lunch. Move the lights over to the other side of the bar. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. I've <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody empty their pockets. We're going to put dollar bills on that back billboard so we can cover it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the bartender right on top of things finally recognizes him. Every time I watch this, I think this bartender is somebody. And every time I look him up, I'm like, he's not. He's not. And yeah, he's it, got it, a it, strange lisp, too, that I can't. I can't it's funny. And I, 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 doing my research on, on the internets, uh, I see a couple of movies that I've actually seen him in. But, it, but I actually, when st- I started watching Our Flag Means Death, I'm like, oh, my God, that's the bartender dude from Dogma. I was even at <laughs> I think he has a. You said he has a lisp. I think he has a cleft palate. Is that what it is? A cleft palate. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. But I mean, he's yeah, he's in. He's Black Pete, and our flag means death. Mm. He, I mean, he's got fifty, fifty six, fifty nine credits. So. Oh wow. His known for is Dogma's in there. Uh, he's also known for Captain Marvel. He's Norex. Yeah, I don't remember him from. Maybe Captain he's one of the um. Uh, what's their faces? The uh, I can't remember what they are. Not the Cree. The other one. <laughs> Scroll. Scrolls, I almost, yeah. I almost called him Skeksis. I think that's from like the Land of the Lost or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was Lord. in Gone Baby Gone. Apparently, hmm. he was Corwin Earl. Okay, he, he looks like I, a Corwin. Yeah, if you say so. This was his first movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was also a on the Clerks TV series as a voice. He was in Vulgar. Maybe that's why, because maybe he was in their orbit there for a little while. Jersey yeah. Girl, he's in. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. He was one of the guy. friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to flip up here real quick. I didn't see him in anything else. See if he popped up in any of the later Kevin Smith stuff, but I didn't see any of it. <laughs> he's in some weird stuff, though. Good for him. Actually, look, like he's been in a lot more like famous stuff lately. Like He was in 10 episodes of That Flag Means Death. He's not just wandering into that thing, huh? No, no. He's... I haven't seen all the episodes. I think I got like two or three left, but he's in. He's a good, a good chunk. Huh. Mm, good for him. Right here, he gets the uh, the the honor of going toe to toe with Jason Lee. Oh, for well, a he said, "Where did you come from?" He says, "Nothingness." Well, I, I mean, I guess theoretically that's true because if he was made by God and we all came from nothingness, but mm. I mean, when somebody asks where you came from, I think they're referring to the last place you were. Yeah. Mm. Like if, if I re- that's that's what Michael Stipe said. <laughs> like this guy doesn't. Also, the bartender does not not look like Michael Stipe. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't making that correlation. I just when you said the place where you were, I just that's where my head went. <laughs> like if I saw, if I ran into you guys tomorrow and I was like, "Hey, where'd you come from?" You're not gonna be like, "Well, like oh, I uh, just yeah, I I just right. my mother here. I I was birthed <laughs> from, from my, my mother. mother's womb." <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say that, but I would just be like, all right, well, I'm going to walk away from you now. Yeah, that's the end of that conversation. So he says he's returning to nothingness, right? Is that what he says right after that? That's where I'm returning yes, to. Yes, and I'm returning to in approximately whatever he says. One and then hour. he does, uh, which I can only refer to as the Chevy Chase move, which is the pulling up your thing, looking at your wrist where there is no watch, and then yeah. saying the time. <laughs> mm. I do that when I'm waiting for somebody. I pull it up. Like, like I'm looking at my watch, and I tap on it. Like, How long do you Let's think? Go. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'll it'll keep. I, for a while, I would have said that that it was going to die out, 
But I guess people yeah. have Apple Watches and stuff like that now. But like, yeah, no, we're back to watches because people check their text messages and everything on them friggin' things now. Listen, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna get into it again. There's already a rant for like 15 minutes of me burying these watches like two years ago. I know. And then I started wearing one after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's because you're a douchebag. <laughs> I wear one, but it's mainly for my uh, blood sugar. Oh, look at that. See uh, how he got around that, Chris? Yeah, it's a health It's a health thing. It's See, now he, put, he puts me in a bad spot now. Now if I say some shit yeah. about it, he's like, oh, I guess I'll just die then, huh? Just yeah, for, right. for, I guess, you know, I couldn't look at my watch or my Omnipod and say, <laughs> no. you know, look at those. Jeff, you can't say, well, you're still a douchebag that knows about your blood sugar. You can't say that, Jeff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you see someone wearing sunglasses, like, what are you wearing those for? They're like, I just recently had retina surgery. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, also, Jeff, I, also, I think they look cool. <laughs> I just always wanted to look like Jim McMahon. <laughs> now, Jeff, it, it's funny you mentioned Chevy Chase and uh, Jason Lee, because wasn't that the time? Wasn't, when was this, 97, 99? It's 99. Wasn't this the time period where Kevin Smith was trying to get Jason Lee in a rebooted Fletch? Absolutely. And they couldn't get him in it because uh, Kevin was trying to be the one directing it. And because they said Jason Lee's not a big enough star. Oh. Because he didn't buy so into Scientology that much at that point. <laughs> yeah. He, he should have given him another <laughs> yeah. couple hundred grand even in there. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they just made a Fletch movie recently. And yep. it was so popular, I noticed it was out. <laughs> I, I meant to watch I didn't it. Even it, know there it was did, one. It did look humorous, and I do like John Hamm. And I think he's good for that role, but it was it definitely was one where I'm like, man, I got to go catch that. Oh, wait, the weekend's over, and it's gone. Okay. Mm. Well, it I guess I'll... It flew under the radar, I too. guess I'll catch it on streaming at some point. Yeah, or catch it on, like, TNT in, like, two years before <laughs> AEW Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, he calls him Plato. Tell me everything you know about Plato. Chris, go. Um, yeah, uh... I can't Google fast enough. I, no, I don't, don't, don't try to Google. No, Googling's <laughs> no fun. Just tell me, what, what part of the world was Play-Doh? What part of the world was Play-Doh from? Play-Doh is, is a, a, a thing kids play with, and they make, like, just a bill was made <laughs> out of Play-Doh. See, John, this is what well, I have to work with. <laughs> well. Right? I mean, I'm right, right? Play-Doh. Yes. Pl- oh, Play-Doh. Oh, you mean Play-Doh. No, I know. He's from Greece, but I don't know nothing about him. I was uh, going to say, wasn't he the dude from Bill and Ted? But no, that was Socrates. That was Socrates. No, that was Socrates. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So either one of you try to give me a time frame where you think he lived. Oh, man. I know. It's tough. It, once you go back in time far enough, it feels like you could be off by 2,000 years and right. not feel bad about it. I, I know it's it's got to be a, like... B.C., right? It's I mean, a, a, A.D., right? It's after. Yeah. It's, it's, Just keep saying both letters. It's A.D., <laughs> yeah, but A-B-C-D. it's... A.C.D.C. <laughs> there we go. We got it. It's um, how, about, how about you throw some numbers in front of those dipshits so I can get, so I can tell you how wrong you are? Uh, I don't know. Twelve hundred. All right, we got twelve hundred. What do you got, John? I'm gonna say like five fifty. Closer. He lived from approximately four twenty eight to three forty eight BC. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we weren't even, we weren't even so the right yeah, uh, side no. of the timeline. No. <laughs> Um, his so teacher wrong. was the aforementioned Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> and his student was the um, fairly well-known Aristotle. Huh? Apparently, that was like one smart group right there. Since those, I would say if you like, if you name like the ten most famous philosophers, people people might actually know. I think all three of them are on there, and they all lived within a hundred years of each other. Oh wow! 
Now, I could go into a whole thing about all the stuff Plato's done and this and that, but like, first of all, right off the top of your head, right? Yeah, I A, don't know, and B, don't care. (laughs) Well, I also can't remember who did what because you got Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle right in a row, and I can't remember exactly who did what. I think it was Plato, the one who, he's the one that invented, um, oh shit, what's the city that sank? Uh, Atlantis? I think he's the one that invented Atlantis. He made it up as like, he was, it was like a parable. And then as hundreds and hundreds of years go by, it became real. <laughs> People are like, no, there was a real place like that. It, it'd be like if you had a fiction book and then some asshole made a religion out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, he brings it and he brings it back around to Scientology. Look at that. Clever. Oh, fucking stuck the landing on that one. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I'll give you that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, – again, if you wonder about Plato, I don't know, go to Wikipedia. What do you want from me? Yeah. We're not Wikipedia. I mean, I'm sure his Plato and his Plato his Plato entry. Plato played with Plato. <laughs> I'm sure his Wikipedia entry is like eight thousand pages. So, uh, Plato played with Plato. <laughs> the only thing I know about Plato is Plato's stepchildren. The episode of Star Trek. Is that what it's called? I think it is. I'm not going to check. <laughs> You're just saying things that I I, I have to just. You want to make up some more shit? That's point. the episode where Kirk kisses Ahura. <laughs> oh, is it? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Don't worry. If I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will go into the, the quicker stop and, uh, you know, no. g- give me a few uh, links to sh- let me know how stupid I am. No, nobody would ever do that. They would never do that. I know they wouldn't. <laughs> All right. I don't know. The worst. So that's, our, that's the end of our interaction with the bartender. He just asked the barkeep if he could just have one more for the road. Although, I think the so bartender's is, a little out of line here. He, he's like, I think you've had too many already. This man is not visibly intoxicated in any way. And hasn't had a drink yet. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, like, if a person <laughs> walks into your bar drunk, you don't serve him. But, right. like, he's not drunk at all. Yeah. Like, because he said something this, weird? Where did this bartender get his license? From Plato? <laughs> <laughs> he got it from he got it from Mattel or, um, I don't know, you know who makes Plato. <laughs> Hot Wheels. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so does Selma Hayek take her jacket off because she's ready to kick his ass? Is that what she's doing? No, because they were like, you're here for a reason. Take your jacket off. <laughs> right. Hey, you're going to be here a little bit. You can that... take your jacket off. Yeah. yeah. Take a jacket off. Stay a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, she says, I came here to tell you. I figured out who it was. Listen, I'm not saying it's not great that you're here to tell us, but who else could we tell? I don't know. All of heaven. Yeah, yeah, possibly all of heaven will be. So again, idea. instead of walking into a bar and he now has four people or five people to face, how about he walks in and I'm like, listen, I've got all the angels and I've got three quarters of the apostles. The other ones were, they, they suck. I, I couldn't get them to come. <laughs> I feel like all they needed was Metatron. He's got like, he can, he's got powers and stuff, that guy. I mean, we assume so. Who knows? And, like and, I told right. you, the power set really changes from episode to episode here. It really does. You know, you know what this bar needed? A rabbi, a priest, and a minister. Fantastic. <laughs> and a horse. Quite a long face. <laughs> and a man walking in and saying, ouch. Man walks into the bar. Ouch. Oh, goodness. I, and why, I like that he says, and, and oh, the last thing we get is Rufus saying, is that who I think it is? How do you not know who it is? Like, uh, Yeah. Well, he can't. Maybe he's got bad eyesight. He can't see from where he's at. <laughs> it's the hat. <laughs> yeah. He thinks it's Panama Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jimmy Buffett? 
<laughs> Am I in Margaritaville? No, you're obviously in Pina Coladaberg. <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's, the, it's the Bill Paxton version. <laughs> I love that song, Mar- Margaritaville. I think you mean Pina Coladaberg. <laughs> <laughs> I think John and I are the only people on Earth that saw that movie. Yeah. I'm very tempted. Uh, I, there's a website that sells the the album. <laughs> it doesn't really. There's yeah, it's really like, a Pina Colada yep. album. Yep. It's, it's all. <laughs> I of, hope it's all of his the songs that are sung in the and maybe even more than just in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Margaritaville, but just a voice dubbed over saying Pina Coladaville every time he says Margaritaville. It's Pina Colada Berg, you son of a bitch. Berg, ah, oh, Berg. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Now I want to see that movie because that was funny just hearing it from you guys. <laughs> Listen, if you think it's funny when we say it, what do you think it's going to be when Bill Paxton says it? Bill pa- right. Well, yeah, you can't compare to Bill Paxton. I mean, few can. Right. I mean, not many beyond Bill Pullman. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else for this minute Mm-mm. before no. we find out what's going to happen with this room, this bartender, and Scientology and Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> Jimmy Buffett Scientology. <laughs> franchise the rights to the restaurant <laughs> all right uh john why don't you uh give a plug or two uh you could find me uh i mean my general socianets are usually john j galbo on uh, twitter and wherever god knows wherever else uh as i said at the start art comedy pop culture network our current website and hopefully final website hopefully it doesn't change again acpnet.net uh, like I said before, 90% of what we do is on Twitch, so twitch.tv slash ACP Network. Uh, we're usually doing game nights, Tuesdays and Thursday nights. I do some stuff in between, retro, new stuff. Uh, we do riff nights. We do crazy weekends, nonstop weekends sometimes where we uh, show crazy adult swim type videos and like all kinds of crazy YouTube stuff. And, uh, you know, all kind of audiovisual endeavors. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> and we are the Jane South Bob Minute. We can be found uh, in New Jersey. You got anything else, Chef? Hey. Well, uh, we're going to break from what we normally do. I'm going to give a Plato quote. Oh, no. <laughs> Only the dead have seen the end of war. Oh, yeah. I brought this episode down in a big way. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't even want to do the next one. You just freaking ruined the whole night. Thanks a lot. Who's <laughs> Uh, this is my favorite dogma movie, so uh, this is my favorite. Jeff, what's his name? <laughs> Kevin Smith. Kevin Dogma. Yeah, Jason, Kevin Jason, Dogma. J- Jason Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you can put that at the end. This is my favorite dogma movie. This is my favorite dogma movie. I like that version of better. all the dogma movies. <laughs> <laughs>